Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning in to Operation Tango Romeo, the trauma recovery podcast for veterans, first responders, and their families. We are on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. Please support this mission by subscribing to and rating the show on your favorite podcast channel, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere else. By doing so, you'll help others find the help which just might save their life. Also, please help by sharing a link to the show on all of your social media channels every time a new episode drops. And always remember to recover out loud. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Today is really important. Um, I'm going to ask you in advance to share, share like the sugar bear if you have, what you hear today is useful. Because what I'm going to talk about today is I'm going to boil down 274 episodes um, with the highlights. I'm not going through episode by episode or anything like that, but just everything that I've found so far that is helpful to you for healing. And I wanted to start, I got it all written down here, but where I wanted to start is for immediate intervention. So if you're in a total flap, if things are bad, you're in a bad way and things are critical, I'm going to go through that. So as I've said so many times before, connection is healing. So connection is really the starting point if you if you are in a flap, if you are in crisis. But what does that look like? What does that mean? So connection with anybody. So speak to someone, but to avoid sanctuary drama, try to speak with somebody that's trained. But Take what you can get. You got to get out of your head and talking to somebody. It helps you to get grounded. And that connection with somebody else, it's absolutely critical. Even if that somebody else is your dog or the horse or the neighbor's horse or the neighbor's dog. Um, Hell, talk to a tree, but talk to somebody. And when you do this, uh, do a little caveat. Like if you're calling your best friend and your best friend has a habit of always making it about them, <laughs> I got a few of those in my circle, uh, do a caveat. So here's how that would go. Ring, ring, they pick up. Look, Dave, I need to talk to you and I need you to listen. Um, but please just let me vent and don't, any, and don't offer any solutions. Can, can, can we do this right now? And they say yes and then just tell them what's going on. Uh, just tell them what's going on and vent. And if you don't have somebody that you trust with a conversation like that, call a crisis line. Honest to God, that's what they're there for. Um, Call an 800 line. Do something. (laughs) Hell, if you have to, do a Facebook Live and make it public. But you have to connect with somebody or something. And you got to sound it out. you got to talk it out. Um, you got to connect with yourself. So what that means is is getting grounded. Get your butt outside if you can. Uh, Sit on the ground if you're able. Uh, Breathe deeply, which everybody can do. Uh, Breathe deeply for two minutes straight. Uh, Practice box breathing if you can, but just breathe deeply. All the way in, all the way out for two minutes straight as you're sitting on the ground hands in the mud or snow or or whatever it is if the weather is horribly cold all the better let that cold air uh help snap you out of that flap that you're in 
If you're having an anxiety attack, uh, find, look around, find thing, three things that are blue, th- three things that are yellow, three things that are red, and, and name them. Uh, then find three big three things, three small things, th- three pretty things. Uh, these are all grounding exercises that help you get into your environment and, and reconnect it and out of your head where all the problems are. Um, if you're colorblind, hey, there's, a, there's workarounds. Uh, no problem. What I like to do is look at a horizon. So whether I'm looking out at rooftops, uh, a fence line, a tree, the line of mountains, it, it, it doesn't matter. But any horizon uh, or any object for that matter, and very, very slowly starting at the right and moving to the left, unless you, um, and the reason that you start at the right and move to the left is because we read from left to right. So if you read from right to left, switch it around. But for everybody who's English speaking and, and reads from left to right, Look at an object, uh, an item, a table, a wall, corners of the room, whatever, and look from the right, find the point on the right, and very, very slowly trace the shape and the outline to the left. Because it's the opposite of how you read, it, it engages your mind far for more and gets you out of your thoughts and and into what you're doing and helps you focus it's uh it's an army trick for uh, near ground far ground middle ground Uh, but trace from right to left very 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 slowly around a tree around a fence line around the the rooftops or any object heck you can look at a coffee cup or an apple it doesn't matter but trace slowly from right to left and just keep doing that for a while uh, as you're breathing. These are all immediate intervention techniques to, to help snap you out of something if you're really, um, uh, really in distress. Gratitude exercises. Uh, name 10 things that you're grateful for, uh, things that you would n- normally never think of. It's like, hey, I'm still alive today. Thank you for that. Um, I have clean clothes. Thank you for that. I have clothes at all. Thank you for that. I ate, I had a meal yesterday. Thank you for that. Um, I, I have shelter. Thank you for that. Somebody was nice to me today. Thank you for that. Whatever it is, whatever it is, if it's something, if your past sucks so bad that you can't think of anything, uh, or your present sucks so bad that you can't think of anything, go back in the past. You must have had one good day or somebody was nice to you sometime. Somebody must have smiled at you at some point. Think about that and out loud say thank you for that. And if you don't believe in God, that's cool. Um, just say thank you to the universe. Say thank you to fate, destiny, whatever you want to call it. But say thank you out loud. Uh, if you can't because people are around and they think you're bonkers, then <laughs> that that's fine. Uh, do it in your in your head at that point. So if you're not in absolute critical, um, in a critical state, and but you're looking for fast, active, effective treatment on top of uh, what we were talking about here, uh, here's some of the modalities that I know about. So Recently, I got certified in a form of neuro-linguistic programming that's very simple, and it works like a hot darn. And it's instant. It's instant relief, uh, permanent relief from PTSD symptoms. Uh, If you are welded to a particular event, 
Those are the easiest ones. doesn't matter what that event was. You can be released from the emotional charge to that event. Um, the company is called 220. There's a lot of coaches. There's only three coaches in Canada. I'm one of them. Um, so I don't want to get overwhelmed with people. But I will coach as many people as I can through it and release you from as many traumas as you want. Um, it, it doesn't take long. It's about 5 or 15 minutes per trauma. And I know that sounds impossible, but just play along. <laughs> Try to keep an open mind. I thought it was impossible too. I was insanely skeptical about it. But it works. And I just did it yesterday, and it works. Um, if you want to do something more conventional, EMDR is close to the top of the list. It is one of the more effective ways in the conventional um, modalities. Psychedelic therapy, a lot of people are really reluctant because like, ah, oh, I'm taking drugs. Well, no, it's medicine, but whatever. If you're just not there for psychedelic therapy, that's fine. You know, there's other ways. But if you are open to the idea of psychedelic therapy and you want to do it in a more conventional way, there are ketamine clinics opening up all over the place. So Calgary has a couple of them. There's Wayfound, there's the newly, uh, Go to a ketamine clinic. It is a faster, I, t- I hesitate to say aggressive, but it is. It, it's a more, it's a better mousetrap. It gets more done in a shorter period of time. So do the psychedelic therapy. If you don't have access to that for whatever reason, I'm sorry about that, uh, but get your hands on some magic mushrooms at least. And you don't have to have the big event. You don't have to have a psychedelic trip to benefit from magic mushrooms just microdose the science is quite clear um, although there there was a question mark for a long time but you can have just a few magic mushrooms um, have it in a tea whatever uh, like half a gram or something like that i'm not prescribing i'm not a doctor Uh, uh, but um, uh, do what works for you in in a and have just enough that it doesn't actually give you that psychedelic effect if, if you're not looking for that. And it still gives a, a mood lift. It's one of the most powerful, effective, reliable therapies that I've experienced personally, the, the magic mushrooms. There's very many different strains of magic mushrooms. Um, my personal favorite is the golden teachers because those are not, those are meant to help you not uh, to go for a ride. And if you do go for a ride, if you go for a great big, psychedelic experience have a trip sitter for the love of god and uh don't swing for the fences your first time (laughs) work your way up to it have have a few of them uh reconsolidation therapy i had dr genevieve boudreau or goudreau i think uh anyway that's a lot of episodes ago Uh, she was out of ontario or quebec um try to find her but it i i think it was a ketamine based therapy i'm not sure but rate consolidation therapy has really high efficacy get out in nature whatever that means to you for me it's the forest and the mountains and away from the noise and the clamor and the clatter uh the clutter uh, just really getting out there that's how what it is for me but for you maybe it's walking your dog um maybe it's just getting some fresh air but Get into nature as much as you can. Hug a tree. (laughs) It's good. I know how, uh, oh, those tree huggers. But honestly, hug a tree, not even kidding. Or climb a tree. Um, These are all good things to get your body moving and uh, turn off all the noise that is in our regular life that causes anxiety. 
people, I, it's unbelievable that uh, people poo-poo exercise like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters. Now, you don't have to be a professional bodybuilder or anything like that, but you should be doing something. You got to get your body moving. And it doesn't, if all that means is flapping your arms for five minutes a day, then flap your arms for five minutes a day. It doesn't matter, but do something. Use your body uh, in, in some way that you can. Slow motion burpees, do 10 a day. Uh, wall push-ups, if that's all you can do. Like whatever your physical li- limitations are when it comes to moving your body, work around them. Can you turn your head left and right? Can you touch your toes or, or at least reach down? Can you, like whatever it is that you can do, do that, but do more of it and move your body. Uh, something that's super fast acting is diet. Uh, I've been feeling myself sliding again. So I uh, just cut out the sugar and poof, <laughs> hey, feeling pretty good. The mood's lifting. And um, and when I say sugar, like we're talking putting myself into ketosis, the steak and eggs diet. So there's paleo, there's keto, um, just get off the bread and the pasta and definitely get off simple sugars like no cans of pop that is for damn sure no candies um get rid of that stuff uh at least for a while do it for two weeks just two weeks and feel the mood lift um the simple sugars and the raw sugars not good they are horrible for mood and um yeah uh, just just not good drinking doesn't help i'm not going to tell you to to top to to stop uh having alcohol but if you are drinking every day that's a problem you may not think it's a problem but it's a problem that's where i was uh, i was drinking every day and it just it, it snuck up on me so i haven't had a drop and it's coming on three years now that's the best for me and if you have alcohol in your life in any measure it's working against you for healing. Now, that's not preaching. That's just a fact. Alcohol works against you. It does not serve you. It sir, it works against you. I know it feels good in the moment. I know it's like, oh, that's better. Oh, I need a drink. I get it. But that's how it gets you. That's exactly how it gets you and turns into a problem. So take it or leave it. Um, if you can eliminate alcohol from your life entirely, that's better. Uh, if you can't, you have a problem that you need to seek help for. Um, yeah, so that that is pretty big in the don't column for me is uh, drinking. And man, I used to love it. Uh, scotch, tequila, you name it. Any kind of beer. I supplement. So uh, near beer. I'm not having any carbs right now, so I'm not even having that. I'm just having bubbly water. But uh, I'm a near beer aficionado. There are craft ones or just delicious just as as good as beer with alcohol in it um all kinds of flavors so do what you got to do but uh just know alcohol does not help you it is not your friend it is never your friend even though it feels like your friend in the moment it's a it's that bad toxic friend that gets you into deep trouble um okay uh, exercise diet <laughs> i hate saying this but it's true get hydrated man drink lots of water with no sugar in it no sugar, uh, definitely not pop. That'll kill you. Um, but drink lots of water, get hydrated. You'll find a mood lift right there. That simple, simple thing. Pee clear. <laughs> uh, all the stuff that you already know, but uh, might not be doing, even though you know better. 
So connection with other people. I was talking with a guest yesterday and uh, he did a great job of really um, clearing up why arm wrestling works so good for me. Now I'm not telling you to go be an arm wrestler, go be an arm wrestler, <laughs> but I'm not telling you to, to, to do that, but here's why it works. It's not just the, the physical stress. So heavy weight lifting, heavy physical strain, that's all good for mood. Really, really good. It gives you a big lift, but in arm wrestling, you have physical contact with another human being that you know how it feels good. Oh, I just need a hug. Hey, hold my hand. All these things are comforting because it, it, it releases the right kinds of chemicals. So from, from a base chemical neurological perspective, physical contact, skin-on-skin contact with another human being feels good. It gives you a sense of safety. It releases dopamine. It is good. So for me, it's arm wrestling. Twice a week, I'm at the club and I touch hands with somebody else, and I teach them how to do it, teach them techniques, and I coach them, um, and I strain my body and help them strain their bodies uh, for a couple of hours twice a week. Great. Uh, But there's other things you can do to accomplish the exact same thing. Skin-on-skin contact and stress your body. Jiu-jitsu, fantastic, because you're rolling around on the mat. Uh, Jiu-jitsu, judo. Uh, if combat sports are just not your thing, that's cool. Dancing. I don't know how to dance. Then that's why you go dancing. Um, and if you don't want to dance with a partner, which would be the best, because skin-on-skin contact, you're moving, it's uh, very physically stressful. Like, uh, you don't see fat dancers. <laughs> dancing is fantastic. So if you don't uh, dance with a partner, listen to the episode I did with Gurdeep Pounder. Uh, Gurdip is the super famous dude who dances the Bangra. Um, it's the dance of joy that he does by himself every single day. Learn the Bangra and dance every day by yourself with a big ass smile on your face, which is a big part of the dance. Um, but I'm telling you, this stuff works. It works. And you got to do something because if you do nothing, you'll get no results. If you do something, you'll get some results. You just got to do what's right for you. Listening to my show or any other show that is similar to this one, um, which I, I, I can't name too many, but um, whatever it is that you prefer and is healing and helping and, and helps to build you. I love the Lex Freeman show. Uh, to me, that that is a catharsis. I love that thing. But listen to shows um, that don't stress you out, that tell you about the woes of the world and everything that's going wrong, but shows that share stories about health and hope and moving forward those are the types of shows um, that you have to consume Uh, if it's not mine that's cool pick somebody else's but do it Um, this allows you to connect to other human beings so connection again back to connection connection is the cure okay Uh, by simply listening to a show like mine you are connecting to me or to one of my guests or somebody else or some one of their guests and you're getting into their head and you're feeling connected to that person that connection is so important uh, do you know that some horrible studies that were done um, with babies uh, they would feed them everything else but uh, they wouldn't touch them and they die they physically die without connection if you put somebody in an isolation tank in uh, in prison they go bonkers. Uh, it's it's the worst thing ever, being completely isolated from 
anybody. Uh, it's it's brutal. So being disconnected is a really painful, damaging thing. Don't allow it. Be connected somehow. Um, a few people are going to cringe when I say this one, but classical music. There's a reason that it's classical, um, that, or that I'm suggesting classical music. I don't care if you hate it. Listen to it anyway. You might get used to it. Um, it's it, it's uplifting, and it, it's the vibration, the frequency of it. If you're listening to death metal, that I am sure you enjoy it, and that's cool. But it isn't going to lift your mood. It, it I correct me if i'm wrong if death metal puts a smile on your face and makes you feel calm and collected well i guess knock yourself out i don't understand it but whatever the music is that works for you that is um that doesn't get you riled up or angry or aggressive but gets you (sighs) that's the music to listen to keep it on um also on this list for fast acting now this isn't healing but this is um coping is cannabis. Uh, Cannabis is is great for a lot of different applications. If you've never had it in your life, um, I was, it's been a while for me too, but I I was having it at night. Uh, I was plagued with nightmares like you can't believe. And the only thing that took the foot off the pedal for the nightmares was cannabis. So I would have the cannabis uh, before I went to bed. I, I took the oil worked great for me. It really took the foot off the gas for the nightmares. And somehow my nightmares have mostly cleared up. They're starting to creep back now. But um, anyway, for stress, anxiety, uh, cannabinoid products are great. And if uh, you're just not into having the THC as part of it, that's cool. CBD oil uh, works well too. And there's no psychoactive ingredients with CBD oil. So you can have a cannabinoid product without any without getting high. You don't get high, you don't get stoned, uh, just have the CBD. It's still effective and helps mood regulation. So if you've done all this and you're like, okay, now I just, uh, I want to stay level and I want to be in a healing environment so I don't go back to where I was. I don't want to go back into the dark hole. So once you're out of that hole, because you've done something on my list or a bunch of somethings, Keeping it, maintaining it is all about the daily habits. Heavy, heavy emphasis on daily, and it's got to be a habit. And I know all this is work, but guess what? That's life. I'm sorry. Um, Superman, Wonder Woman, they're not coming to help you. You've got to move your own feet. If you don't have feet, you've got to move your own arms. If you don't have arms, you've got to use your own thought process. You've got to make your own choices. But you've got to take some kind of action because it's not going to get done for you. You have to do it. And there's simple little things, acts of self-respect. Because the more you treat yourself with self-respect, the better you feel about yourself. The more you treat yourself with disrespect, the less you like yourself. So you have to act towards yourself in a respectful way in how you dress, uh, how you take care of yourself, hygiene, cleanliness, how you choose to speak, how you choose to treat others. So it starts with, and I I know you've heard this before, and I know people are going to go, oh God, you got to be kidding me. But honest to God, make your damn bed. Make your damn bed. It's for a reason. There's science behind this, okay? If you don't make your uh, bed, you are treating yourself with disrespect. 
And the argument's always, well, nobody sees it but me. That's the whole damn point. Nobody sees it but you. This is an act of kindness for yourself. And even if you don't understand this, even if you want to argue with me about this, do it anyway. Just trust me on this, please. When you make your own bed, whether it feels like it or not, this is an act of self-respect. And whether you realize it immediately or not, eventually you're going to come to the realization of, oh, that actually feels better. And if you make your your bed, if you, it's just something that you never do and you start doing it, if you make it and curse my name as you're doing it, and you just do it, do it for two weeks. And then don't do it one day. See how you feel. It will bug you. I promise you it will bother you that it's not made. And you'll be like, son of a bitch. I don't understand why this is happening, but it does bug me. And you'll feel a little bit bad about not getting it done. Then you'll start making your bed again, hopefully. It's the same thing about brushing your teeth. Do you want to go around stinking all day? No. But you also don't want to be the stinky person. Not because of how it affects others, but because it's an act of self-respect. Why do you comb your hair if you have hair? I don't. Uh, why do you shave your head like, like I do? Um, it, it's self-respect. It's self-respect. So it's got to be daily. Another one of the things that uh, people just don't do, despite all the evidence and the science that's behind it, and there is a lot of science, so I'll try to explain the science as best as I can, declutter everything. Go into your closet, grab all the clothes that, uh, that you know that you haven't worn in the last six months and you're not going to wear. Get them all out, all of them. Donate them somewhere to a thrift shop, um, uh, anywhere, kidney foundation, any bin that you can. And throw them in the garbage if you have to, but get them out of your house. Organize your tools in the garage. Organize the whole garage. Organize your kitchen. If there's laundry on the floor, pick it up, do it. Do the laundry, fold it up, put it away, because it causes you anxiety without you realizing it. And here's why. Here's, here's the neurology of it. If you have laundry on the floor, uh, a million items on the bathroom counter, a million items on the, on the uh, kitchen counter, and only you know where everything is. That's why you hate it when anybody moves anything. You're like, hey, I got a system. Don't move that. I, <laughs> your brain is actually keeping track of all these hundreds and hundreds of things. So you know how your phone doesn't work worth a shit if all the apps are open at the same time? So you go in, you go, you close 20 apps, and then your, your phone's working better again. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It causes you neurological stress because your brain is keeping track of all this stuff in the clutter. And it's like, you know, it's like, where in the hell did I put my keys? And then eventually it comes to you and go, oh, there they are, right? Uh, your brain isn't working right because you've got too much clutter. If you always put them in the exact same place every single time and that never varies, that's one less thing you have to keep track of in your brain. That's one less point of stress that you have. That's one less point of anxiety that you have. So declutter everything, the house, your car, the garage, your closet, um, and your schedule. Are you overtasked? Are you saying yes to everything? Fucking stop it. Only say yes to what you have to. If Even if that means 
saying no to your kids about a couple of the activities. If that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. Or find a workaround or get them to carpool. But declutter your schedule. Because we are keeping track of hundreds, maybe thousands of things at any given uh, time. The more you simplify it, the more you minimalize all of this in your life, the less stress and anxiety and depression you will experience. That's just how it works. These are all things you can control. These are all choices that you can make. Very, very, very important. Diet. Um, right now I'm on the meat and, <laughs> meat and eggs diet. Uh, it worked immediately. Clear, cleared up because I, I felt myself sliding. I was sliding into a depression again. But you know what else? Uh, why? Uh, with Christmas and everything, I got candies all over the damn place and lots of breads and, and sugars and... Uh, yeah, and it took its toll. Yes, I got a bit of a belly because of it, but uh, what's worse, I can live with the belly. I can't live with, um, or it's less fun rather, with, with the mental stress that it causes me, the depression. Not a good time. So I just said, okay, enough's enough. I know what to do. I know better than this. And I just cleaned it up. So um, eat cleaning means nothing in a box. No craft dinner, uh, nothing that comes in a box at, at all as fresh and as clean as your food can be, as unprocessed, as local as you can source it from farmer's markets, Hutterites, whatever, uh, the better, the better. Uh, the right supplements for um, not just for your microbiome, but uh, the, the multi-nutrients. I've had Dr. Bonnie Kaplan on the show a few times, a couple times. Uh, brilliant lady. The book she wrote is called The Better Brain. The Better Brain book by Bonnie Kaplan. Please pick it up at Amazon.com. This explains everything a thousand times better than I can explain it. But basically, your brain is a hungry, hungry hippo, and our food doesn't have the nutrients that it used to. So you get the proper nutrients into your body. Uh, it helps to feed the brain. If your brain is fed, you are, it always reduces anxiety, depression, etc., and um, so feed your damn brain. It's not going to happen if you're uh, eating out of a box. Have the supplements. The best supplements that I know about are Hardy Nutritionals. Um, and what's the other one? Um, True Hope. Uh, they are from the same original source. And it's like one company that's split into two. But whatever. And they're both out of Alberta. But you can order them from anywhere in the world. So True Hope and Hardy Nutritionals. Uh, order from them uh, with uh, true hope it's called empower plus is the formula it's good stuff it helps keep you level it feeds your brain when your brain is fed you have less anxiety it's a good thing um, i already talked about moving your body uh, heavy lifting is is always the best if you can't do that any kind of heavy, heavy can you make a fist you know uh, the hand squeezers the, the grip strength thing if that doesn't work can you swim I don't care if you hate swimming. You'll, you'll learn to like it. you got to do something. You have to move your body. It's, uh, it's how all the chemicals work in your body, mind, body, spirit. you got to do it. you got to do something that works for you. Find a community. So as said before, my community is arm wrestling. So there's the neurology of it where it's hand-on-hand contact. It's high physical strain. So on a chemical level, this is helping me a lot. It's releasing dopamine. It's, it's all these great things. But also is the supportive, kind 
community. It's the people and, and how we treat each other. So the community is huge. Um, wherever you find this com- community, whether it be through volunteerism, whatever it is, find somebody with um, uh, going in a direction or with a cause that you're interested in. You're like, yeah, uh, I, I'm into that. And, and help with that cause. Volunteer somewhere. Whatever it is, find that community or peer support group. Um, uh, find a good supportive community and be a regular part of it at least once every couple of weeks. Be the person who you like. Be somebody that you like. Be somebody that you respect. Because self-respect is so core to all of this, to all of the healing. Because you treat yourself the way you believe you deserve to be treated. So if you don't like yourself, if you don't respect yourself, why would you heal yourself? If you like yourself, if you respect yourself, of course you're going to want to heal yourself. Just like you you would want to help your friend. If you love yourself, you want to help yourself. So learn to love yourself. And that's why all these habits, if you do these habits, if you do these things that I'm talking about, you'll feel better about yourself because you're doing things that are worthy of respect. And you'll be proud of yourself. You'll feel good about what you've done and this habit that you've been um, uh, doing for so long. It, it matters. Build your self-esteem with the habits that I'm talking about. Grow. Learn something. For me, uh, I went all the way. I'm learning French. J'étudie français chaque jour avec Duolingo dans ma table. I study every damn day. Do I speak French? No, <laughs> I sure don't. And I've been studying it every day for over two years, but it's the journey. It's the journey and what that journey does for my health. And I don't feel like doing it every day. You know, some days like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. And those are the most important days to do it. I, I don't know how many weeks in a row I am without skipping a single day. And then before that, I was using my streak freezes a lot. But I've been like, I don't know, 20 weeks or better with not using a single streak freeze. So every single day, no cheating, I'm doing my uh, Duolingo. I've been learning the French. Five, 10 minutes a day, sometimes 20 you know, um, I, I wish I had the capacity for an hour and a half a day. I don't. That's not me. Uh, I wish it was, but it isn't. But that's fine because it's more important to do a little every day than a whole lot in spurts. It's the habits, daily, daily habits. And you know what? Kind of proud of myself. Kind of proud of myself of doing uh, well over 700 days in a row, like more than two years in a row. And uh, doing a little bit every day feels good. It feels good. And, and I know that all I got to do is not quit. And eventually I'm going to be able to speak it. And if I still don't quit, I'm going to be fluent at some point. And that's awesome. That is awesome. And just imagine how good it would feel to be at that end of that road and all because you didn't quit. So that's one of the things I'm doing every damn day. Read a page in a book. Three pages is better, but just read one book, uh, one page any kind of book, whatever you're interested in, don't care. Personal development books are probably the best. Uh, the Bible's a really good one. Uh, there's actually, there's science behind that. There's something about it. It just feels good or the Koran or the Torah or, or whatever floats your boat. But, um, or 
Pick up personal development book. Buy my book. Hey, why not me? The keys to unlock your power and release your potential. It's a really easy read. Uh, buy that on Amazon.com or .ca or whatever it is. Uh, but read a couple of pages a day because it takes self-discipline. And when you know that it's like, hey, I just finished this book. And yeah, it took 300 days, but I got it done. Well, it still feels good because you got it done. It doesn't matter if it took 300 days. You got it done. If you're not a read a book a week guy or read a book a, uh, a month type of person, whatever, just read a little every day. If it's a page, a half page, just do it consistently. It's way more important than, than volume. The consist- consistency is more important than volume. So with all this, participate in some kind of therapy. Pick something. Go through my show list. There's 274 shows, you know, all kinds of modalities. Pick something. Pick something and do it. Um, if you don't have financial resources to access it, um, go volunteer at any stables. So just be around horses and work with them and muck out their stalls, whatever it is. Walk a dog uh, at the SPCA or wherever. Volunteer as a dog walker to walk those dogs. Do something. Um, if you do have the resources, Equine-assisted therapy is fantastic. It is a journey of self-awareness. It's an awareness of your own personal energy and energy field and how it affects others. I can't say enough about it. Equine-assisted therapy is wonderful. I've had Jessica Vanderhoek on the show, I don't know, three times probably. Um, It's fantastic. Help someone, anyone. Do it on a regular basis. So, just smile at somebody as helping somebody. You can make somebody's day just by going, hey, that's that's a really uh, nice jacket you have there. Or, I love your hair. That looks great. Or, hey, that was a great job. Good, like, well done. And do it with a smile. Just, just be nice. Help somebody. Smile at somebody. And then help some more. And make it a regular, regular part of your day. Always be looking like, who can I help today? Just a little bit of help. Um, on a, I used to be, do snow angel stuff. So I, I put a thing on Facebook and I said, okay, anybody within Okotoks, that's the name of the town I live in. Anybody within Okotoks, um, if you need, you know, you can't do it. Uh, you, you got a bum leg or something or a sore back. I'll totally do your uh, snow for free. And I did, I did. I don't know how many I did, but it was a lot and, uh, it feels great. Ask for nothing in return. I, couldn't tell you the name of any of the people that I did that for, but I got it done and they were grateful. And either way, I did something that's good. Mow somebody's lawn, deliver groceries for somebody. Uh, if they can't go out for groceries because they're sick or whatever, walk their dog, do their laundry, clean their house for them once a month, um, volunteer at any organization, pick up garbage on the street, pick up poop at the dog park, um, do something for someone. And what are your what's your skill set? Can you change tires for somebody that in need that you know uh, fix their car, mend their porch, uh, stitch up their clothes? Like what can you do for somebody? Just do something at least once a month. Some you know if it's not something big, do something small. Cook a meal for somebody. Uh, just smile, like I was saying earlier. Just find people to smile at. Say thank you to people. Encourage them. You know, say, hey, I really appreciate what you do. Awesome. I did that to the sushi maker guy the other day. (laughs) You know, it's like, hey, you make the best sushi in the whole Foothills region. 
thank you for what you do. It's really great. Was that difficult? No. Do I get anything out of it? No, (laughs) but it makes me feel good. If it lands on him, eh, whatever. (laughs) Makes me feel good, so I do it. Pay somebody a compliment. It's easy. Encourage somebody. It's like, hey, I think you could do that. I, I, I do. I believe in you. You can do that. I know it looks like a big hill, but you can do it. I believe in you. Encourage them. Give them a little bit of a, of a boost. And if helping, that just ain't you. <laughs> you're, you're Oscar the Grouch and helping is just not your thing. Fine. Then stay busy, with uh, spe- specifically if it's with something creative, anything creative. Uh, learn leather work. Uh, get the tools and just start making something out of leather or painting, sculpture, learn a musical instrument, singing. Um, get into mechanics. If you don't know a damn thing about mechanics, YouTube, baby, like learn it. Uh, welding, learn how to weld, fabrication, put things together. If physical hands-on stuff just ain't your thing, software development, learn some coding, write a book or journal. Um Start a podcast like me or create an event, be an event organizer, a fundraiser, something, anything, volunteer literally at any organization that needs volunteers, but do something because if you don't, nobody's going to do it for you. Superman, Wonder Woman, they ain't showing up. Only you can choose to act. Only you. If you're in hell, the only way out is to keep your feet moving. If any of this is useful, if any of this resonates, share, share like the sugar bear, because sharing is caring. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, my friends. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. I hope you found value in today's episode. If you found this episode helpful, healing, or informative, please let me know by leaving a rating on either Spotify or Apple. And please, Share, share like the sugar bear on all of your social media channels because sharing is caring.